The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Hello, good morning, welcome to a uh, metta day-long practice. Great to see you, great to be in person together. I still uh, don't take it for granted that we're able to come together after years of not being able to. So, the intention for our day together, our day of practice together, is um, cultivating the practice of what's called metta, M-E-T-T-A, often translated as kindness, loving kindness, goodwill, friendliness, um, this turning towards goodness. And why would we want to do that? Well, so many reasons. Why would we want to do that? Why? Why even bother doing this thing? I offer a few reasons, and of course you have your own. And one reason, the why of it is, well, it um, it softens the sense an, an attitude of kindness, goodwill, f- friendliness, first of all, towards ourselves. Let's start with ourselves. It's already hard enough being human. Have you noticed? Anyone noticed being hard being human? <laughs> of course it is. It's hard being human. It is said in, in Buddhist teachings that this plane of, of being human um, is the perfect mix of, of pain and, and joy for us to wake up. And we definitely know that for ourselves. We have joys in our lives, of course. And we definitely know about the sorrow and the pain and the suffering, all that. Of course we do. It's part of being human. And... And tuning into um, our goodness, welcome. Tuning into our goodness and kindness and and friendliness. First of all, for ourselves, it it's like you know the the wheels of life is in, internally, mentally, physically, our minds, our minds. It puts grease. It puts grease on the wheels as they keep churning and turning. It just makes life easier, kinder, more gentle for the sake of ourselves and for the sake of others. So, And also it's of benefit to everyone. It's, it's a part of the journey of waking up. It's both the destination of the path. So when we do wake up, become awakened, enlightened, and it's a gradual process, it's not sudden, as we wake up slowly, 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 we become kinder. We become more gentle. The, we become more compassionate. It cannot be any other way. And similarly, we cultivate more kindness, compassion. We turn our minds towards it, our hearts towards it. And we wake up. We wake up from the the patterns that we might have, patterns of self-judgment, patterns of of 
of hatred, unfriendliness towards ourselves and towards others, which really don't benefit anyone, don't benefit us, benefit us the least. And another thing to consider also is um, we're all basically kind and good. We all are. Every single one of us, we're basically kind, good, friendly. And then habit patterns get in the way. (laughs) Or different things get in the way. So this practice really is turning, coming back home. Coming back home to our true nature. Coming back home and, and awakening that there is already this beautiful fire. So we add more kindling, we blow on it so that, ah, it, it warms us. We get warmed. Our hearts, our minds get warmed. We get warmed and everybody else around us gets, get, gets warmed from, from our practice. So, so turning to our intention is very important. Why we do this? Why are you here? Why are you here? What has brought you to this practice in this moment? So I'd like to first do just a very short guided meditation. And this short meditation is to help us settle and arrive. And also to connect with our intention just to connect, why are we here? Why? Because really our intention, our aspiration, is what supports us, what guides us. It's at the the first step, when we take the first step, connecting with our intention. So before I lead into the meditation, for those who... Uh, join later. Can you hear me okay? We did the volume test, volume check. And any trouble, anyone having any trouble here? My voice is soft, the volumes, I'm not used to this. They might have turned, oh yeah, that's it. They've turned it out. Well, maybe not. Anyway, the acoustics are different from what I remember. Does it seem okay to you? Yes. Okay, good. All right, great. I usually hear myself louder. I think they have been sent... As long as it's good. Great. Okay. All right. So so let's do a little meditation together to arrive and to settle. So arriving in your body, if you're sitting in a chair, actually, let me say a couple of things about posture in the guided meditation. If you're sitting in a chair... Let your feet, the bottom of your feet, touch the earth. Let your arms be uncrossed on your lap or touching each other. Let your shoulders be rolled back a little bit. Maybe roll them back to open your your chest a bit. And you want your body to have a sense of integrity when you're sitting. Very important. You don't want to be tight. Also, you want to be 
relaxed, but yet you want your back to be upright and straight. And if you're sitting in a cushion, you don't have to, by the way. So if, if your feet get, if your back and legs get uncomfortable, it's perfectly fine to sit on a chair. Not a problem. Not a problem at all. Again, you want to make sure that you're comfortable, as comfortable as possible, your back is straight. And imagine that your head is being pulled up, as if there's an invisible string on the top of your head, pulling your head up vertebrae by vertebrae, your spine is being straightened. And the rest of your body can relax. Completely relax, soften. Relax and receive. The in-breath and the out-breath in the body, in the abdomen. Let the awareness be relaxed, spacious, simply knowing the sensations of the breath. In-breath, out-breath, in the abdomen. Sensations of the breath within the frame of the body. Other sensations you can know, your legs and your feet. your arms, and your sit bones.
And let us drop in the question into our body, not into our head. What is my intention for being here today? What is my intention for this practice? Drop this question in and see what answer comes up. Maybe something, maybe nothing. Don't force it and don't think about it. Listen, listen to yourself. In my heart of hearts, what's my wish, my highest intention for this practice? And whatever came up, something, maybe nothing, it's fine. And your heart bowing to whatever came up, letting it go. And now dropping the question the second time. What is my intention for this practice? For today's day-long period of practice. Drop the question in, into your body, not into your head. See what comes up. What's my intention? Why am I here? And whatever came up, make space for it. Be kind, appreciative of whatever arose. An internal bow and letting it go. And for the third time, last time, dropping the question and let yourself be surprised. What is my highest aspiration? Maybe reasons I don't even know why I'm here beyond my imagination, understanding. It's my aspiration, deepest hope and aspiration for this cultivation of friendliness, metta, goodwill. Drop the question into your body, your belly, and just listen what resonates. Maybe nothing, and that's okay. Live the question. appreciating, making space, bowing to what came up internally, letting it go. 
and receiving, relaxing and receiving the breath in the body, the sensations of the abdomen, the arms, the the hands, the legs. So as we embark on any practice, it's so important, paramount, for us to be in touch with our intention, especially when things become challenging. We want our intention, our motivation to support us. We want to be connected to it. So, so, We'll practice today with sitting and walking and I'll give instructions and we'll be practicing as a day long with, with um, in silence, cultivating, observing, noting. And before we go into our container of silence, especially given that this is a metta, a friendliness, a goodwill day long, and we are practicing in community, we want to, I would love to invite you to, yeah, start with a sense of friendliness. You know, when you see your neighbors on the block and maybe you smile and and wave your hand, that's an expression of metta. That's metta. That's right there, metta. So if we're here cultivating metta, and before we go into our own bubbles, let's start with seeding metta in the space, in this room, in this space of practicing together. So so in that way, again, we will go into silence. So for those who are introverted, there will be plenty of silence, I promise. And also it is skillful to start with a sense of, oh yeah, goodwill, there is goodwill here, of course, relating to another human being, I don't know, and just say, hi, how are you? I hope you're well. I hope you have a good day. Here we are practicing together. Just, it's very simple. It's not heavy-handed. <clears throat> so, so what I'd like to invite us to do <clears throat> is to, um, and this is just very informal for just a few minutes, um, find, you know, find another person, you know, another person or two, maybe two or the group of two or three people, just turn, say hi, and we'll do this for maybe five minutes, just say hi, how are you, just goodwill, this is practice of metta, hi, and maybe share, 
Um, again, this is for your, your own benefit, this sharing. It's not to educate, to inform, to impress. It's for you, for you to be held witness by two other people who are here to cultivate kindness. Share one of the intentions. What brings you here? Um, what brings me here is that I realized, wow, being kind, being truly kind, internally, external, is really important to me. That's, that's my hope. That's my, that's my deepest intention in my human life, to be truly kind. And that moves me, just realizing that. And I'm actually sharing with you what came up for me that moved me the third time. I dropped and like, wow, it brings me to tears. It really moves me that this person who is me really, really wants to be kind in, internally, externally. Wow. I just let you hold my intention, witness. So if you are moved, you can share your intention. Whatever level you want. You don't have to share what feels the deepest and, and most... Um, um, intimate, but whatever level feels right for But connect with fellow human beings. Hi, how are you? Welcome. Welcome each other. This is the practice of metta. So, and if you came here with someone, get find people you, ha- you don't know, just to connect. So, alright. Find another person or two, maybe groups of three. We'll do this for five minutes. This is metta in practice. Groups of four are fine. Just move. Yeah, keep moving. Move around. Groups of four, three, five, whatever. Just join each other. It's all good. Oh, yeah, and say your names. Hey, welcome back, everyone. Ah, my heart is filled with metta, just seeing all of you connecting and and sharing your goodwill and intentions. And also, I was just uh, a couple of people, at least maybe more people, are here who've never been to IMC and have been listening to IMC and participating at IMC online, 7 a.m. Gill and happy hour. And, and, and this is their first time. One person from Portland. Hey, Larry. Hey, from, from Alameda. And, 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 oh, oh, you too from Portland. Yay. And where are you from? Rochester, Minnesota. Rochester, Minnesota. Oh my goodness. How sweet is that? And, and I, you too, it's your first San Francisco, first time here from San Francisco. Oh my God! I just oh, doesn't that bring up joy? Brings up so much joy. Minnesota, yay! <laughs> just and Oakland and Berkeley and San Francisco and just ah, oh, community. It's such a beautiful sense of community for us to be here and connect today. Ah, oh, sweet, sweet. So. So, what, what, how was that? What did you discover about sharing your intention and, and holding other people's intention witness? Or, or maybe what you discovered about doing this practice with your own intention? Oh, yes, Mike would be... Or I can just repeat it. Um, let's see how it goes. Thanks, thanks Hillary. 
If it's easy, actually, maybe we'll do the mics because the rest of the day will be silent. So right now we'll just we'll we'll do this. We'll do the community building and and then we'll practice together. So yeah, yeah. Please hold. Oh, wait, wait for the mic. Now, now that we're doing it. Oh yeah, we will have Q and A. Yeah, yeah, we'll have it. But our practice, you know, will be. Yeah, we will have Q and A definitely. So I'm just testing. Ooh, that sounds loud. I'm going to turn this down. Does it sound loud? Yeah, no. No. No, it didn't. That's interesting. We're having different experiences. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that sounds right to me, the volume of that. This sounds low to me. Yeah, this sounds low to me. That sounds right. So you need your. I need up. up. I need it to go up. Okay. Let's try that. Is that better? Still not quite. Is the same level okay? Yeah. Okay, let's try it. Yeah, that's that feels better to me. Yeah, that feels better. Whew, okay. There was a hand over there. And hold it like this rather than down like this. Thank you. Good morning. Oh. <laughs> um no, I was really struck in our little group. The um just it felt like meta embodied to be connecting with the community with my fellow retreat participants yeah beautiful just really noticing the connection between meta and community yeah like there's something very nourishing and yeah. the goodness you were talking like mentioning at the beginning like this experience of goodness is like just in that in the sharing in the connecting it just visceral sense of that mm, beautiful yeah. and as you say it, I feel it in the community I feel it here we have all come here together with the intention of kindness of course it's present here with ev- within every single person even if you're grumpy and you woke up from the wrong side of the bed today still there's this goodness in every single person here right now yeah thank you any other reflection maybe one more Yeah, wait for the mic. Um, I guess one theme that came up was um, just having new experiences. Um, I know for me, I've done like meta-related practice from many different sources, but I find that often it's, it's... taught differently or there's some very subtle thing that I'm exposed to that's new that is beneficial and so I find to keep going uh, with different teachers that I haven't been to is is something that I've was one of my big intentions and you know other people were saying how this was like their first time here or something and so that that theme came up great yeah I appreciate you sharing that because there's so many different ways, beneficial ways, um, to to approach metta. Not just different teachers and styles, but even the same teacher, or even in our own hearts, different ways we can experiment. To give different days, and and I often say this. I've been teaching now happy hour roughly three times a week for the past three and a half years, and. Every single time I seem to be exploring these practices of the heart from a different angle. 
every time. It's always new for me. Like, oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's interesting. So the, the Dharma doors are inexhaustible. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Maybe one last reflection from Minnesota. <laughs> Well, I've been sitting with Gil and and Nikki um, for the past about three years, and uh, day, Monday through Friday, and how my meta is um, coming up is just kindness to strangers. And I know in the past I have a tendency to, you know, dismiss individuals. You know, if they're grumpy, I'm going to get grumpy. But just a smile and thank yous. To people, just to strangers and cashiers and, you know, people I encounter. And that's how it's really touched me. It helps me look at myself um, more. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Oh, happy you're here as well. Thanks for sharing that. Ah, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you, Hilary. Ah. <clears throat> So, so I'd like to uh, invite us now to um, to engage with uh, the practice. We'll sit, and then I'll give walking meditation in invitation instructions. Today we'll be sitting and walking, and also just uh, before I do that, a show of hands since it came up already. How many people? Um, are relatively new to metta practice. Relatively new. Relatively new. Okay, great. Relatively. <laughs> Two years later, relatively new. <laughs> Sounds great. Good. Great. Fantastic. Yay. And the rest of you have beginner's mind, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... So let's do a guided meditation together, and whatever I'll, I'll share, whatever you need to know in the guided meditation. Just one thing about the posture, let's just pause for a moment, we'll get out, but if there's any props you need right now in order to be comfortable, sitting comfortably maybe for another 20 minutes, please go and get it, especially for those of you who are tall, the you know, the chair might be too short, so that if you're sitting on a chair, it, it really is helpful to have both of your feet flat on the floor. And you can get cushions to be sitting taller, or if, if you are shorter, you can have cushions under your feet. So take care of this body. Really, take care of this body. That's also how we show metta embodied metta. I love that that phrase came in today, already in the space. Embodied metta. How can you embody care for this body? If your back is hurting right now, you're like, oh my God, can, do, I, do I want to sit another 20 minutes on the cushion on the floor? No. Sit on the chair. No problem. This will be your expression of metta for your body in, in this moment. So, and again, throughout the day, with practicing metta, we want to be more comfortable. We want to lean into care. It's, it's hard to cultivate kindness and goodwill when, when you're in pain. It's, they, they don't quite go together very well. So, okay. 
So with that, landing in your seats, landing in your body, again, if you're sitting on a chair, make sure your feet are flat on the earth, the sense of integrity in the body. And softening, relaxing the body, the face, We always start the practice of metta with settling, settling into the body. Calming the heart and mind with a few breaths. And we start wherever it's easiest for us in this practice. And let us begin today with bringing to mind the being for whom friendliness, care, kindness flows with ease in our heart. Preferably they're alive could be a pet, could be a child. Could be a benefactor, a parent, a teacher. So be ideally someone, when we conjure them up, there is a sense of ease in our bodies, in our mind. And we don't have complicated relationship with them, ideally, chores, expectations, but it's simple. Bring them to mind, bring them to heart. if you're having an audience with them, you're hanging out with them in your heart, in your mind, you care for this person, yay. And how fun that the instructions in this practice is to hang out with this person in your mind, in your heart. Maybe a smile shows up on your face when you bring them close. If you're visual, what they look like, or Maybe their felt sense, what they sound like. 
Each of us is different. See which senses come alive for you. Maybe it's a felt sense of this being. And notice what happens in your body, in your heart, in your mind. Maybe there's a sense of ease, warmth, relaxation, or coolness. Different experiences. And this is metta. This is just a sense of friendliness, goodwill. And from this sense of metta, whatever arises and could be very subtle in your heart. The sense of connection could, could simply be a sense of connection, warm-hearted connection to this being. If you like, you can let some phrases of metta flow out of this sense of connection. Of course you wish well for this person. You appreciate them. You care for them. Yes, may you be well. I wish you well. And the phrase could be just simply, may you be well. May you be well. Or if you have other phrases you've used before, you can use those or the four phrases of metta. I'll offer those as well. The first one has to do with the wish for safety. Feeling safe. And although we know that there is no ultimate guarantee of safety in the world, but we share this wish in order to cultivate our own heart in goodness. We offer this wish without attachment. It's like a gift that we let go of. We just release with generosity. May you be safe. May you feel safe, dear one, from inner and outer harm. May you be safe. May you feel safe. Use whichever works for you from inner and outer harm. And inner harm is what we often cause ourselves with our thinking and ruminating and reactions and All of that, that's what inner harm is here. May you be safe from inner and outer harm, dear one. The second phrase of metta, may you be happy and joyful. I wish for happiness. May you be happy. I wish you happiness. May you be joyful. Maybe imagine them happy. Maybe imagine them smiling, joyous, or feel them happy. 
second phrase of metta has to do with physical health. The third phrase, may you be healthy and strong, dear one. May you be healthy. I wish you health as much as possible. Again, maybe imagining them healthy without attachment. It's just a wish you're offering freely for the cultivation of your own heart. You're offering this friendliness, goodness. May you be healthy. The fourth phrase, having to do with ease, may may you have ease, dear one. May your life unfold with peace and ease. Hmm. Imagine them peaceful, easily taking care of themselves. <sighs> Giving this generous gift of goodwill from your heart. Without attachment, it's not tight. We're not attached to the outcome of our wish. We're just freely offering it, releasing, releasing. May you be well. So you can repeat in your mind the phrases, the four phrases if you like. May you be safe. May you Yes, starting with safety. May you be safe. Could be the long form. May you be safe from inner and outer harm. Or just may you be safe. Sometimes at the beginning of the practice, the longer form is more helpful. Sometimes it feels too heavy. See what works for you. May you be safe. May you be happy, dear one. May you be healthy, dear one. May you have ease. May you be safe. be healthy. May you have ease. Keeping their felt sense, their image, in mind, bringing them close, especially if the sense of connection gets lost. So there are three aspects to this practice. I call it, I affectionately call it the three-ring circus. The first aspect is this dear being, the object of our practice. Bringing them close, bringing them up, And through the sense of 
through this being, as we bring them to hearts, our heart's mind, the sense of connection in our heart and body arises. That's the second ring of the circus. It's a sense of connection, goodwill, metta, experientially. And out of this sense of metta, connection, we let the phrases flow. Phrases, the four phrases, or just simply, may you be well. May you be well. And then the phrases keeps the whole thing going. It's like a wholesome triumvirate, a wholesome triumvirate. Image the sense of the person, number one, brings up a sense of connection, number two, and out of that the phrases are repeated, number three, round and round we go, settling, deepening into this practice. getting into the flow, releasing, relaxing into the flow of the practice. Not so effortful. giving our whole heart to this practice in this day of cultivation. If thoughts, stories, past, future, come up, let them go. Not now, thank you. 
This is my day of retreat. Please come back later. Please come back tomorrow. I'll be waiting for you. Today, I'm going to let you rest and give my heart to this practice, to my cultivation wholeheartedly.
So we will transition now seamlessly into our walking period, walking. And walking period, walking meditation is as important as sitting meditation. The Buddha taught four postures, sitting and walking is just two of the postures, as well as lying down and and standing. So with walking instructions, here's the invitation. Choose a path. That's like 10 steps. Maybe you can do walking meditation inside. You can do it outside. We'll leave the hall for sitting if anyone wants to keep sitting. But keep the sense of your meditating. You you choose this 10 steps and you do this practice this dear being that you've brought to your mind, you're going to walk with them. You're going to walk with them. If it's a friend, they're walking with you. If it's if it's a pet, you're walking them back and forth on a leash. You just have fun. And as you're walking with them, you keep wishing them well. You keep showering them with your goodwill, cultivating your heart with no strings attached. May you be well, dear friend. And walking back and forth, we're not walking anywhere. And the beauty of having a end point is you walk, you walk, you're wishing them well. Maybe the mind gets distracted, is now thinking of a story, and you're walking. And I wonder what I'm going to have for lunch today. Uh, okay, well, maybe I'll walk to Whole Foods. But that's 15 minutes. Oh, okay, I'm at the end of my walk. You stop, you turn around, you reconnect with your intention to cultivate metta, and then you walk back for the 10 steps. And then if you get distracted, oh, guess what? You're going to stop again and turn around and reconnect with your intention again. So that's why it's really helpful to have determined uh, endpoints, instead of just going for a walk, especially when the mind is not quite stable yet on on the beginning of a day long. Make sense? Okay. So you're just walking, you're continuing the same practice that I just outlined, sitting with the three pillars or the three wholesome triumvirs or three ring circus. Bring the being to mind from the sense of this being, this person, this, this pet, sense of connection, sense of metta, sense of Gladness, like, oh, I care for this being. Hmm, I'm glad you're in the world. May you be well. And out of that sense of connection, number two, the phrases flow. And the phrases, again, they could be just simple. May you be well. May you be well. May you have, or you could be, may you be safe, safety. May you be happy. May you be healthy. May you have ease. Safety, happy, healthy, ease. Safety, happy, healthy, ease. And sometimes it can feel dry. It's okay. Hang in there. You're planting seeds. You're planting seeds. It's natural for it to go through this. It's natural. You know, when you're doing any project, when it gets kind of dry, you don't just say, oh, I'm done. This is hard. You keep. You keep. You, you support yourself through the dry spells. And with metta, dry spells are very normal. Don't push. Be gentle, but keep at it. Keep at it. Don't drop it. Okay, so 
will have any questions about walking, especially for those for for whom this might be a new practice or you've never quite connected with walking. I hope you connect with it and I hope you do. I'll say one last thing. First, the beginning of my practice when I was a new practitioner, I, like I didn't quite get walking meditation. What's up with that? Like sitting where it's at, you know. And and then when I really connected with the practice of walking meditation, my practice deepened, deepened in ways I could not imagine. And see that for yourself. See the period after the sit, after the walk. So go for a wholehearted walk. Pour your heart into it. And then see how the sit after your walk is going to feel. See for yourself. Don't take my word for it. Check it out. Okay? All right. So we'll have a 30-minute walking period. Um, Let me see how this... Oh, yes. And for the schedule today, the rough schedule is we'll have sitting, walking. Before lunch, we'll have a Q&A period for questions that have come up. And in between then, if questions come up, see if you can be... You can work them out yourself. Be your own inner dharma guide like oh yeah what do i do when this comes up well what if i try this what if i try that like experiment it's really fun to do that with dharma uh and then we'll have about an hour for lunch maybe a little more um maybe we'll, we'll see how but somewhere around 12 somewhere between 12 and 12 30 we'll break for lunch we'll see how the timing gonna be a little flexible about it so okay All right, so let's uh, enjoy your walking period. Enjoy your walking period. See you at We will continue seamlessly with our practice from sitting into walking, back into sitting. And this this way the momentum builds. This way the momentum builds. And this momentum building is what gives a power to a day long, you know, at home we just sit perhaps for a period, but here we continue, we continue, it, it accumulates. And so for this next period of practice, we will turn now, we will expand the cultivation of metta, this friendliness, kindness, to the next category. Metta, loving-kindness, is cultivated in concentric circles. We keep expanding our hearts. We start where it's easiest, then we stretch a little bit, and then we stretch a little more to where it's more challenging, and then stretch more and stretch more and stretch more. So, 
traditionally, the first category is actually ourselves. However, in the West, we have found that sometimes starting with ourselves is, can be a more challenging. So we start where it's really easy, with it being where, where it's just easy. Children, pets, dear friend, dear being, benefactor, which are often actually the second category, second and third categories classically, but we start there. We found that that can be more helpful, beneficial, and then we turn to ourselves. And ourselves, metta, friendliness, kindness for ourselves, is one of the most important categories. It's really the foundation of all the other categories, because we need to fill our own cup with kindness, with friendliness. If we don't fill our own cup with our own goodwill, then we are running around the world unconsciously begging others to fill our cup. Love me, love me, love me, love me, because I don't love myself enough. I want you to approve of me, Tell me I'm okay. Tell me I'm okay. Approve of me. People do this all the time. Needing reassurance, needing to be loved, needing to to be filled in relationships. Whereas if we fill our own cup with our own acceptance, our own care, our own care, and compassion too. Two related practices, metta and compassion. Maybe I'll say more about that later. But if we fill our own cup, there is this sense of goodness that, yes, we're not perfect. We're doing our best. And we make mistakes, and we keep learning. And yet, if there is this basic level of acceptance and kindness and care for this being who is me, then we can fill other people's cups because our cup is full. Instead of doing all these, going through machinations in the world to just get our own cup filled through various relationships and power and other ways, power, money, etc., ways that we think we're getting approval and recognition, but it's really that basic, basic fulfillment of metta, acceptance, kindness, care. Caring, loving ourselves is not selfish, is not self-aggrandizement, very different. It's very different. It's a basic self sense of care and appreciation for the humanity of this person who is me. Supporting them, loving them, the same way that we would do with a dear friend, with a child, the way we would love them, we would care for them, support them, just the basic, this basic recognition of their goodness. That's what we want to offer to ourselves. 
And it's not about letting ourselves off the hook at all. In fact, there are studies that suggest that people who are more kind to themselves, more self-compassionate, take more responsibility for their transgressions, not less. Take more responsibility. That makes sense, right? If there is no... If there is no self-love and self-acceptance, then what's present is self-judgment. If we don't like, don't really appreciate ourselves, we're judging ourselves all the time. So if there is a moral transgression, it's harder for us to face that, oh, we've screwed up, because if we face that we have screwed up, then this raging self judgment and self-hatred will just get out of whack and will beat us down to the ground. So we can't accept that we've made a mistake. It's other people's faults, right? The ego will point the finger everywhere. It's their fault. It's not my fault because if I let myself really accept that it was my fault, oh, I'm just going to beat myself up. Ouch. Whereas if there is self-kindness and self-compassion, then we can accept that, oh, sweetheart, yeah, you made a mistake, I know. You screwed up. Yeah, that was not wise. Okay, let's learn. Let's make amends. I still love you. I still appreciate you. I know you're good and you screwed up. You see how the internal dialogue can be so different? instead of pointing the finger outwards. So actually self-care is a way for us to become more accountable to ourselves instead of letting ourselves off the hook. So, so many reasons, so much goodness in us cultivating care for ourselves. So letting all the research and all the words aside, you know for yourself, you know in your deep wisdom, there is wisdom in every single one of us. You know that when you are kind, accepting of yourself, you are kinder to others. It starts from inside. So we don't do this cultivation of kindness just for our own sake. We really do it for the sake of everybody else too. So, so with that as the preamble, let us, let us practice together. And I will do a guided meditation that will turn us from metta for a dear being to metta to ourselves. So, so I invite you to get comfortable in your sitting posture. We'll be sitting together. This meditation will be about 30 minutes. So, landing in the body. Feeling the connection of your body with the earth. 
the touch points, the contact points, the contact points of the sit bones with the cushion or the chair. Feeling the breath moving through. Stability, stability in the posture in the mind. And now inviting, inviting this being, this easy being, dear being, who came this morning to your mind's heart, inviting them again to your heart space. Noticing what happens when you invite them again in this moment. Letting yourself feel a sense of connection with them, goodwill, kindness, warmth. Seeing them with eyes of kindness, eyes of care, seeing the good in them. And now let let yourself be seen as you are shifting perspectives. Let yourself be seen through their eyes as if you're looking at yourself, this person that you are, through their eyes. How do they see you? Perhaps they see you with eyes of care, appreciation, respect, love. Let yourself be seen. Let yourself be received. Maybe they think the world of you. Don't get in your own way. Don't cower. Ah, let yourself be seen through the eyes of care, eyes of metta. Stepping outside yourself for a moment. They see your goodness.
They see you with eyes of affection. Perhaps they see you with care and tenderness. Let yourself be seen. Let yourself receive this care, this metta. Let yourself receive as you receive this gaze of metta. Also see this dear being sharing their goodwill in form of the phrases for you. They're wishing you well. Imagine them saying, may you be safe. May you be safe from inner and outer harm. Maybe they're thinking, may you be safe from inner and outer harm. They're offering this kind wish to you. And relax and let yourself receive it. Yes, may I be safe. Can I soak this up? Can I, may I be safe from inner and outer harm. Let every cell of your body soak up this goodwill, this good wish for your safety. Imagine this dear being think or say, may you be happy wish you happiness and joy. They wish you happiness with their heart. Ah, let yourself receive the wish. May, yes, may I be happy. Can I receive this wish? Can I add my own voice to it? May I be happy, just as they wish me to be happy. They wish me well. I too wish me well. 
may I be happy in every way in my life. May I be joyful. Imagine this being now wishing you health. thinking or saying, may you be healthy and strong as much as possible. May you be healthy. I wish you health, physical well-being. Let yourself relax and receive this wish, your body, your mind, relaxing and letting it land just as this person wishes me, this being wishes me health. I wish myself. Imagining yourself healthy. May I be healthy and strong. Maybe you see yourself exercising or doing something you love. May I be healthy. And lastly, let them wish you, see yourself, see them wishing you ease. They're turning to you, oh dear being, may you have ease. They're seeing you with eyes of care, holding you with goodwill, and they wish you ease. May you take care of yourself happily. You have ease in your life. And now turning to the receiving and receiving this goodwill, may I have ease? Can I let this wish for ease land in my body? How does it feel? May I have ease? can imagine them continuing to wish you well. The phrases, the four phrases are simply, and you wish yourself, you join your voice, your goodwill to theirs. Wish yourself well. May I be safe from inner and outer harm. May I be happy and joyful May I be healthy and strong. And may my life flow with ease. Offering this goodwill, this friendliness, kindness to yourself without, without attachment to outcome, with no strings attached. It's not forceful. It's not a demand or a command. It's a gift of friendliness. You're wishing this being who happens to be you well, generously. You're being kind. 
I invite you to experiment with putting the palm of your hand in your heart center, the center of your chest, connecting with yourself, connecting with yourself as you wish yourself well. What do you have to lose? Try it. Hold yourself dear. Can even experiment with putting both hands in your heart center, really holding yourself as you wish yourself well. May I be safe. May I be safe. May I feel safe. May I be happy. May this being who is me be happy and joyful. May I be healthy. May this body of mine be strong. And may my life flow with ease. Ease. May it unfold with ease. Appreciating your own goodness, your own humanity as a good friend, as a dear being would. Perhaps conjuring them up. Maybe they're next to you, they're supporting you as well. Someone who cares for you, perhaps loves you. giving you a big hug. Big accepting embrace. Could also be a being of light or the Buddha or Kuan Yin or anyone who represents perhaps unconditional acceptance and care, embracing you. An archetype. Or maybe someone in your life who's been very loving and caring. As you wish yourself well, they too. So you have metta for yourself. They're supporting you as well. Showering you, showering. 
showering you with love, with metta, with care. Wishing you well, wishing you all the goodness in the world. There's nothing you have to do to earn it or deserve it. Just because you exist, you're a human being. You deserve love and care and acceptance and metta. It's hard enough being human. For some it might be helpful or easier to see a younger version of yourself holding you as a younger version of yourself, maybe as a child, a baby, a toddler, a teenager, whatever age, a younger version. holding yourself with care, holding yourself dear. Filling your own cup with bright metta. Phrases are helpful, bring them.
may I be safe from inner and outer harm. May I be happy and joyful. May I be healthy and strong. And may my life unfold with ease. If English is not your first language, I invite you to experiment with your mother tongue and just translate these wishes and see what they feel like. Find your way with them. Find your way. Through the phrases, translated perhaps, imagining a younger version of yourself, seeing someone who accepts, loves, and cares for you, giving you metta, acceptance, and care. Find your way.
allowing your heart relax, allowing your heart, body, and mind relax, <sighs> receiving goodwill, friendliness, care, as if you're sitting in a container, in a spacious, easeful container that is filled with care and goodwill. Letting yourself soak, as if you were sitting in a warm bath. I wish myself safety, happiness, health, and ease. Loving kindness, kindness for ourselves. If there is one thing you take away from today, I hope it will be a strengthening of care, friendliness for yourself. So we have some time for questions, reflections, confusions, complaints. And it might be helpful to actually use the mic, so I wouldn't have to receive. I wonder if Gassi would be willing to uh, run the mic. Thank you. Any questions? Here's your chance. Also, if something isn't working, if if you, you know, the heart, the mind are running into blockages or challenges or, or judgments are coming, it's all okay. Yeah, please. Um, I had a question about my younger self and was I wishing my younger self ease and joy and safety or... Am I saying you are safe and protected, 
or yeah, I, I got a little confusion um, looking at my younger self, and I think that's that's valuable for me to go to that time. But I got confused about the phrasing. Yeah, yeah, great. I appreciate the question. So the phrasing can be either way, depending on what's needed. So sometimes it's needed for us to reparent ourselves. Here is an older version of you who's gone through life, and there is a sense of stability and care and resources that this younger version did not have. And maybe life was quite challenging at the time for this younger version. So it might be appropriate to reparent. Maybe this younger version didn't receive the care, the love, the safety, the protection. So might be appropriate to say, sweetheart, you're safe. It's okay. I'm here for you. It's okay. It's all right. I love you. I accept you. You don't have to be afraid. It's okay. It's all right. And even embracing a younger version of yourself. Reparenting. Just that. So that might be perfectly appropriate as a way of holding and assuring the younger version. Sometimes it might feel appropriate to wish a younger version of yourself well as a stand-in for a, this older version of yourself. That might feel appropriate sometimes. So play around, see what's needed. thought I saw a hand here, did I? Yes, I did. Barbara. I I just wanted to uh, comment how much I appreciated your uh, suggestion for the walking that we um, imagine that we're walking with our dear friend and immediately the, the, the person I had been meditating on earlier came and took my arm and we walked back and forth. It was the most wonderful walking meditation ever because I was walking with my dear friend for she's been walking with me for 50 years Mm -hmm. and so she was like here I am we're going to do this and it was like oh oh." sweet (laughs) I just wanted to say that thank you very helpful yeah thank you for sharing that reflection that's beautiful yeah that makes me make my heart happy yeah sweet I think I had the wrong, I think I had, is that right? Yep. I think I had the wrong thing, that I don't understand it, but I wanted to make myself super comfortable while I did this because I wanted to be still, so I sat on a chair, and immediately my ears are all full of fluid, so I couldn't even hear most of what you said. So all I could do was just any precious words that came, I appreciated them, and What's going on with all this? (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. You know, whatever arises, as long as you're kind with whatever arises, there's a sense of friendliness, care, goodwill, just the way you would hold a a baby whose ears are being filled right now. is not hearing any. Like, sweetheart, it's okay, honey. It's all right. It's okay. That then you're doing the practice just right. That's whatever happens if you turn towards it with kindness and care, even if it's frustration, 
if you turn towards the frustration with care, instead of be, being averse, like, why am I being frustrated? I, I came to a day to you know, have metta, and now here I'm frustrated. Being, oh, sweetheart, you're frustrated. It's okay. You're grumpy. It's whatever it is. As long as you bring in kindness to it, you're doing exactly right. So that's one thing I wanted to say. And the other thing I wanted to say is um, it's sometimes um, when there's been a tr- problem in, in the um, audio system and my voice has dropped, etc. Some people have said, you know, I couldn't hear a word. I just heard the lullaby of your voice, and that was good enough. So that might be good enough. <laughs> there's a hand behind you, Gus. Thanks. Hi. Uh, I definitely related to your comment earlier about um, sometimes relying on others to fill our cups rather than, you know, uh, practicing this this um, metta. And so I was wondering, um, in the practice, right, there's not necessarily a timeline or an outcome for, you know, knowing when your cup will be filled. And so how do you balance that practice and then also you know, a relationship where you know that might happen. So, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. hold on to the mic because if, if I want to clarify the question a bit more. So let me um, say back, repeat to you, reflect back what I think I heard, and you can correct me and tell me what... So, so what I heard you say was um, that there, you resonated with... You know this this tendency some uh, we can have sometimes in the world of 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 not giving ourselves the care that that we deserve and and want and 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 looking outside to to others to to do that for us and then with this practice, yeah we also do it without expectation that oh yes, I am doing so that I do right because if we if we make it as to a project, it becomes kind of tight right? okay so mm-hmm. so how do we work with knowing that we're going somewhere and not get too clingy with that is that about right okay great, okay, so excellent question um and both in terms of this practice and in general with practice, I want to highlight the difference between expectation and aspiration. Very important. So expectation is tight. You expect this practice to make you kinder. To you. It's just like, am I kinder yet? It's been five minutes. It just becomes kind of tight, right? It's like, it just gets, yeah, you know, it's the worldly deadlines and, you know, it just not, that's not the mind we want to have with this practice. And yet, it's not like we're willy-nilly just like, whatever, I'm just, so you need to have inspiration. That's where inspiration, you're inspired, you're as, you have an aspiration. You're So aspiration lifts us up, like, oh yes, to be kinder to myself. I aspire to be kinder to myself. Aspiration uplifts you, motivates you, it lifts you up, whereas expectation tightens you. So that's the difference. Does that make sense? So be be inspired. Be as aspire to filling your own cup, but don't expect it. Make sense? Yeah. 
Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for the question. Maybe I'll say one more thing, because here, really, this is, these two words, these two senses, is the wise ways, is the, um, you know, in Buddhism, we keep talking about attachment, attachment, and it just sounds kind of big and clunky, like, don't be attached, but it's, it's, it's really not that. It's having a wise relationship to our intentions. So, of course, you want, there's an aspiration. You want to, again, you have an intention here. You want to wake up. You want to be awakened. You want to be uh, kind, gen- compassionate. So, but you don't want to be attached to it, like, like clinging to it, like tied around it. So that's another way that this important teaching about clinging comes in. Yeah. Thanks. Yes, over here. Thank you, Gus. <laughs> like a rock star. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and um, I'm like Madonna. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I found myself wanting to say other things, and I think you invited us to say you know, other things that came to us as far as, you know. And um, one of them was, um, yeah, may I feel loved. Mm, lovely. Like, yeah. right, like I, and that was, it was just neat to have that come to me and to allow, give that to myself. Yeah. Um, and like the word deserving came up and just these other words that, um, anyway, I just wanted to share that. Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that and bringing that into the container. Lovely, because this practice, it opens up in the ways that it needs to open up. May I feel loved. Beautiful. And another variation of that that I sometimes bring in is, may I love and accept myself just as I am? Or if it's not possible right now, may I consider the possibility of loving and accepting myself or may I consider the possibility of the possibility like however it feels right another um, thing that happened is so my the 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 the, you know the meditation began with okay so this being that we had given metta to was now giving metta to us. Well, it happened to be a dog. Yay. <laughs> and it was so funny. I was like, I was having trouble, like, you know, the dog's telling me, you know, may I be safe? May, <laughs> may, may you be happy? I mean, you know. And then um, what I, what, <laughs> what ended up replacing it was um, just seeing myself in the mirror and like seeing my, like saying that to my own reflection and that was like, whoa, you know, that really hit. Um, so anyway. Beautiful. I share that. Oh, I love it. Thanks. Thank Oh, I love that. Oh, it's, it's um, being your own beloved other in the mirror. How beautiful. Yeah. The Dharma gates are endless. Isn't that interesting when it just opens up to, for us? Thanks for bringing that into the container. Thank you, Saskia. That's lovely. Yeah. Yes, Fred. Thank you. When we were walking, 
I found people collecting around my loved one, and I go to my my go to is my beloved cousin, and uh, soon his wife and his children were there, and and then some sisters or some aunts, and it just kept growing, and you know I, I stuck with it because it was suggesting itself, and it felt yeah. right, and they aren't all physically in the same place right now, but they they were able to uh, sort of link arms and join with me as well. And uh, it was such a, uh, you know, a surprise and not a surprise. There was just sort of the, the logic of good feeling that collected everybody there. And I could feel it as a a kind of circuit, you know, with the energy moving between everyone, with the love between people who um, wouldn't hesitate to say that to each other, but it was amplified by the by the mutual presence and the openness of of the of the walk. Which, as you were saying, I just you know, I, the more I do the walking, the more I find it moves deeply into my into whatever part of myself, my consciousness, the fibers of my body, they, um, they're able to absorb in a way that's quite different from sitting. Yeah, yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thanks, Fred. Isn't, isn't it amazing? Yeah, the walking, there's something about the, the movement that it, 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 it lands in a beautifully deep, it becomes a fabric of how we move in the world. And also I love how you shared that, yeah, the practice... It, it, there's an opening, right? It, the, the mind, the heart is like the, there's like an invitation that comes. Oh, they just come, you know. The, the other loved ones, they just add on, and instead of saying no, I'm I'm supposed to just do, you know, like no, no, it's okay. This is wholesome. Our mind knows what's appropriate, and and as long as we're practicing in the in we're we're giving our heart to it, we're, we're wholehearted. Then trusting whether family is, is, is arriving or whether we're seeing our reflection in the mirror or whatever it might be. Yes, this is great. Yes, and allowing ourselves to improvise in this practice. Allow yourself to improvise. Yeah, this is those great examples. Thank you, Fred. Um, I, I found that when I usually practice metta, I'm in more of like a, a neutral to positive mood and mental state and I'm just um, recently dealing with some pretty difficult things in life and so noticing that the internal weather is a lot choppier a lot choppier and yeah and so I guess um, I don't even know exactly what my question is hopefully it's (laughs) the spirit of it is coming through I think it's something like um, how to work with that, maybe even if there's other practices other yeah. than meta that are wiser to kind of bring to this. I don't know. I'm just, yeah. any guidance? Perfect. Thank you for bringing the question in. Um, yeah. So earlier this morning when I said, oh, later I will also talk about compassion practice. So, so when metta... And and so this is the perfect opportunity. Thank you for bringing the question so I can talk about this. So so challenges, difficulties, choppiness, suffering, put dukkha in Pali. Of course, part of the human experience. Body, mind, situations in life. 
metta, which is the sense of friendliness, when it comes across suffering, when it meets suffering, when it meets pain, it holds pain, and it becomes compassion practice. So metta plus suffering equals compassion practice. It holds the pain. It meets the pain. It holds it. It soothes. It's like a salve. So, and metta on its own shape shifts. It shape shifts. Of course it does. It's only natural. And the practice of metta, again, or it's also said that, um, I like this expression, which is um, compassion practice whole is the is the love child of of metta and suffering. So, so this metta, this care that you've been practicing before, you're familiar with. Now it's meeting suffering. Now it's meeting pain. So it's becoming compassion practice. So feel free to do compassion practice today, as you're sitting and walking for yourself. This afternoon, I'll sp- expand to some other categories. And you and others, you are perfectly welcome to stay with yourself. If that's where, where this is needed, to hold with care. Sweetheart, this is hard. So for the practice of compassion, the first thing is to recognize this is hard. Just to recognize the ouch. Sweetheart, ouch, this is hard. This is painful right now. And anyone else, any other human being going through this, they would be hurting as well. This is hard. This is hard. So that recognition is so important because sometimes we don't recognize it. We just, we're kind of like, come on, get it together, like, get going. Like, aren't you okay with that? I was like, no, sweetheart, this is hard. This is hard. Hard this. Pointer this. Okay, so pause. And then bring kindness to it. Compassion, care. And the phrases could shift also. The phrases could be, may I have ease? May I have peace? In the midst of this pain. Or it could be, may I be free? from this pain, from this sorrow. For some people, may I be free works. For some people, it, it creates a sense of pushing it away. So it's like, may I have ease with it? May I have freedom? May I have freedom with it? May I have freedom in the midst of it? And that, oh wow, for me that creates a lot of space because it acknowledges that the pain is here and it's normal. It's okay. Part of being human is to hurt, is to experience loss and grief and disappointment. It's so normal. It's okay, sweetheart. And I'm here for you. Thank you. Thank you. Any other reflections or questions before we break? Any complaints, anything that's confusing and hasn't worked, and if you're finding your way with it, that's okay too. It's all okay. Can, be, can we be okay, learn to be okay 
with not being okay? Can we find our way to be okay with not being okay? Okay. All right. So, so here are my invitations as we're going to take a break to nourish this body. So this is going to be a practice of self-care as we take a break for lunch. Self-metta. Thank you, Gus. Um, so so there, um, I invite you to eat with a sense of care. Really, as you're maybe going out to get something to eat or or heating your food, or sitting down to eat. Nourish yourself. You're caring for this being who's you. Maybe imagine the younger version of your, you know, the way you feed children, and you're like, you're feeding yourself, this being who is you. Can there be an extra sense, an extra appreciation of care? It, it might seem silly, like I'm just going to feed myself, but no, this is an incredible act of care that we do for this being. And, and the fact that we, can, we are able to do it, feed ourselves, Incredible. So don't miss it. Don't take it for granted. You know, we, we sleepwalk through our human lives a lot of times. You're, you've taken this day, this contemplative day for yourself. Hooray! Take a contemplative lunch. Take a contemplative lunch and see what it feels like if you do a contemplative lunch. And Eat, pay attention, appreciate, have metta for yourself, metta for this beautiful, amazing food. All the beings, all the beings who have had something to do with food, this food being in your bowl. Like, wow, so much care, so much care. So many human beings have had something to do with this. And go for a walk before, after, and walk with metta for yourself. Metta, care, walk. Again, walking is an act of care, right? You're walking this body, you're moving this body. Walk either with a younger version of yourself or just walk with yourself. And whether it's the practice of metta or compassion, see what's appropriate for you. So eating with care, walking with care. And... um, there will be some tables that can be set out inside. I think outside might be too chilly today. Yeah. With a couple of tables inside. On the patio. And um, <clears throat> the tea machine is a little tricky. Um, I'll be up at the front. So we transition now from these two categories of <clears throat> dear being and self, self and dear being, sometimes interchangeable, we can be our own beloved other. We expand the practice, the, these concentric circles, and the next category, category is neutral being, which at first seems like neutral being, da someone you don't know, you don't really like or dislike. Yet this is such an important way to practice. Um, And I'll just mention a couple of reasons. One is that this, when we practice with the 
what we call a neutral being. Again, person we don't know very well. Maybe, maybe someone here on the retreat that that you um, just run into, but you don't really know them. There's not a lot of like or dislike. Or it could be someone at a grocery store who works there, a neighbor you've seen, but you just don't have a lot of strong feelings. As we cultivate friendliness and goodwill in this category um, towards this this being, consider that this being is a stand-in for all of humanity because there are billions now, what is it now, 7 billion, 8 billion, I lose track, it keeps, we're, we keep increasing our numbers on this planet. There are many, many people you don't know. So this person you're, you're going to be choosing in a moment serves as a standing for all of humanity. That's one reason this category is important. And also you get to see the flexibility of our hearts. We choose some people to be dear, dear friends, and some, this other person, oh, they're a stranger, I don't care for them. But actually you'll, you'll realize how malleable these categories really are, how interchangeable they are, and how our minds are really capable of of having care, friendliness, goodwill to strangers, people we don't know at all. Many more reasons, but one last one I'll mention here is that this way of practicing with a neutral person is also a stepping stone to practicing cultivating kindness and goodwill towards people we have difficulty with. What we, in shorthand, we call challenging people, but they're not challenging people per se. They're people we're having challenges with right now. So this category, the, what we're practicing next, is, is an important stepping stone to that other uh, category, which if you're human, there are people you've been entangled with. Hello. Welcome to being human. So, so, so I'll invite you to uh, to do some practice with this. And and at this time slot, given it's after lunch, our stomachs are heavier, and physiologically, um, yeah, this turn, turns to, turns out to be a sleepier time. So, I have some suggestions. We've done sitting meditation. We've done walking meditation. I invite you to engage with standing meditation. If you're feeling a little heavy right now, it's like, oh my God, I don't know how I'm going to get through this next meditation. Stand up. Do standing meditation. In fact, I don't know. See, this is not long enough. Otherwise, I would... um, I invite you to stand up, either right now or any time. If there is some heaviness in the mind, stand up, open your eyes, bring more energy. And there is no shame in doing standing meditation. It's just another posture. Um, In fact, I usually encourage people in the front rows to do that. Then everybody else gets encouraged to to feel okay to, to stand up. So, in praise of standing meditation. Okay, so, yeah, let's, uh, let's begin. Yeah, 
This is a, this is an exciting. I can say so much more about the neutral category. Maybe I'll just say one more thing. For some people, yeah, maybe I'll do say some other couple of more things to frame it. One is that for some people, actually, this is easier. This category ends up being easier than the dear being category, because the dear being sometimes we still have some complicated relationships, perhaps with with our dear being, but uh, with neutral. We don't know them, and they're just human being just like me, so it can actually flow more easily instead of it being kind of dull, you know, dull or, or, or gray. And also to say maybe sometimes it feels like we're not quite connecting with this other being because they are a, a quote-unquote stranger. And then, of course, we'll find ways to connect with them because we, we are more similar than we realize in our humanity. So I'll I'll make some invitations and suggestions for you to work with. And feel free to be creative. Okay. Let's go. Great. Yay. So, so arriving, arriving and landing in your body. Whether you're standing or sitting or lying down, Bringing awareness to the posture of this body. Bringing awareness to the posture. If you are standing, bring attention, awareness to the feet, to your knees. Let your knees not be locked, just a little bent, a tiny bit. And it's okay to have your eyes open if your balance is feeling a little challenged as you're standing. And let your eyes have a soft gaze in front of you, right down below you. A very soft gaze. Open soft gaze so that light is coming in. Eyes open soft gaze. And allowing the body to relax. bringing awareness to the breath, moving through the body, calming and soothing. As if the breath is a calming, nurturing, song of of self-care, of self-love. Tuning into this in-breath and out-breath, the song of it. May I love and accept myself just as I am. Or may I open to the possibility of loving and accepting myself just as I am.
Can there be a sense of showering yourself with care and friendliness? With each breath, each in-breath bringing in more care, as if you're breathing in goodwill, support, And now I'd like to invite you to bring to mind, invite to your mind space, someone you don't know very well, and you don't have a strong like or dislike towards them. So it could be someone <clears throat> you've seen today here, or again, someone who's maybe a barista at a coffee shop, or works at a grocery store or another service that you have frequented, maybe a neighbor, just another human being, standing for other human beings on this earth. And if there's just a tiny bit of like or dislike, it's fine. Mostly neutral. You don't have a lot of history with them, really. Bring this person to mind, invite them to your heart space. And try to see them or feel them as clearly as you can, which might be kind of vague, but that's fine. No problem. Now consider that this being, this person, human being, just as I want to be happy, just as I do not want to suffer, this person too doesn't want to suffer, they want to be happy. Just as I have hopes and dreams, aspirations in my life, This person, too, 
as hopes and dreams and aspirations and values. And just as I have suffered in my life, I've experienced loss, disappointment, illness, body pain, heartache. rejection, sadness, depression. This person too, just like me, just like me, this person has experienced hardship in their life. They have cried. They have been hurt, just like I have. They've been a child, just like me at some point. unable to feed themselves, fend for themselves. Just like me, they are the object of care, of of affection, of friends, family. Just as I care about others, I'm concerned about others. This person, too, is concerned about others. They may be a sibling to someone, a good friend, a partner, a parent, maybe a child, maybe they're a caregiver. Just as my inner life, my inner world, my thoughts, my life is compelling to me, My inner life is rich, so rich. This person too, their inner life is very rich, compelling. They have hobbies, they have joy, sorrows, interests, they laugh, they cry. We might even like the same foods. Maybe we both like a particular dish or dessert. Imagine the two of you enjoying that together. It'd be a similar flavor of ice cream. As far as your humanity is concerned, you're not so different. Just like me, this person wants to be happy. Just as I don't want to suffer. This person doesn't want to suffer. And from this place of shared common humanity, shared common humanity, wishing them well, just as I want to be safe, I wish you safety, dear fellow human being. Just as I want to be happy, I wish you happiness.
Just as I want to be healthy, I wish you health. And just as I wish to have ease in my life, I wish you ease. Perhaps even for a moment, seeing yourself as them. Being born as you or them has been so random. You could have been born as them. Could have had their genetics, their parents, their experiences. This could be you right now. Imagine you are them. You could be them, looking at the world through their eyes, with their physicality, with their mind states. And wishing them well. Being friendly kind. I wish you well. I wish you well. Letting your heart and mind relax and enjoy, relish, wishing another human being well. No strings attached. A generous gift. They are alive, breathing, just like you, just like me.
offering goodwill, friendliness, warm-heartedness to this being, generously, freely, with no strings attached.
this practice of wishing well and cultivating friendliness for someone we don't know so well can be so transformative, really show us that, yeah, they were neutral maybe when we started, but they don't feel neutral anymore. They feel like a friend when we keep doing this practice. The heart shifts and changes its stance. So we are, um, and thank you, Diana, for for your volunteering this morning. Thank, thank you. So we transition now to walking meditation, and again, similarly, uh, walking with um, this neutral being, and also if your heart feels supported, to also turn and um, give metta for yourself as you're walking. And also maybe your dear being shows up. Maybe you're all walking together, the three of you. So so it's okay to see where the heart is called for, but allow the the neutral being to be a part of it as well. Maybe they come and go, but see what's, what, what is alive. And I have a question for you. If, if I'm able to offer a one-on-one practice discussions, if the timing might work, how... Um, how many of you might be keen to have a 10-minute practice discussion? Let me see a show of hands. One, two, three. Okay, four. Okay. Um, so let's let's do this. Okay. Um, I think I can offer in the next 30 minutes. So we. So I think what I'll do is the first hand I saw was Noel. The second hand I saw was. You tell me. Uh, Ariane, A-R-I-A-N-N-E. Ariane and? D-E-A-H. D-E-A-H. And I also saw? Valerie. Valerie. Okay. I didn't see any other hands, right? Yes. Okay. I think I can accommodate. So tell you what. So Noel, uh... As we stand up and go, Noel to twelve. Might, was that for? T- yeah, for ten minutes. So, so right now it's two eleven. So, <laughs> the moment we end, to, uh, and then Ari- Ariane, Ariane two twenty two. Dia, Dia uh, would be two thirty two. And Valerie, I'll, I'll see you in the next walking period. Okay, great. And then we'll come back here at 2.42. Yeah, enjoy your walking. So as we sit and bring awareness to this body and this posture, Can we begin with kindness for ourselves? This being who is me, who's doing their best. And their best looks like this. My best looks like this. And if I could do any differently or quote unquote better, I would have, I would. 
appreciating that it's not all on my shoulders. Yes, there is intention, there is responsibility, and yet there's so many causes and conditions, many of which were set into motion even before I arrived on this planet. So many causes and conditions, and yet I take it all so personally. It's my responsibility. Oh, sweetheart. Trusting that we are doing the best we can Suzuki Roshi, founder of San Francisco Zen Center, said, you are perfect as you are. And there is room for improvement. So bringing this appreciation, this acceptance for this being who is me, doing their best, given all the opportunities, challenges, information, lack of information, etc., etc., experiences, genetics. Wishing ourselves well. And now bringing to heart, to your awareness, your dear being, wishing both of you well. May both of us be safe, happy, healthy, have ease.
And now inviting the neutral being to join the two of you, you and your dear being, and wishing them well, well as well, including them in this space of metta, just like me, and just like my dear being, this being too, this neutral person. It's not so different from us. Seeing their humanity, wishing all three of you well. In this field of metta, goodwill. as if you're throwing a common humanity party in your heart. You've invited yourself, your dear being, the neutral being. Opening the home of your heart with friendliness. And if it feels a little too crowded or overwhelming, it's okay to just bring one of these beings, maybe your neutral, neutral person, wishing them well. And now inviting someone with whom you have some mild challenge right now, not the number one person most challenging, situation, but a little further down the list and inviting them and recognizing that this being, this person, just like your neutral person, just like your good friend, dear being, just like yourself, they don't wake up in the morning thinking, oh, I'm going to cause harm in the world. They're doing the best they can. They know how to. And if they knew any better, they would do differently. They have ignorance. They have dust in their eyes. They don't have clear wisdom. 
They don't know how their actions impact others, impact themselves. We hurt others and hurt ourselves. We hurt ourselves by hurting others in ways we can't quite understand and fathom, and yet it's the Dharma. It's the law of how things work. So not condoning the harm, the hurt, but seeing their humanity. We're not so different. I've made mistakes. I continue to make mistakes. I'm not omniscient. Neither is this person. Can I wish them well? I wish them safety, happiness, health, ease. We just wish them well. Just as I don't want to suffer, I wish them ease, peace with their difficulties. I could be born as them. I could be born as them. See how in your heart, your mind, you can find a way to, to relate to their humanity with some friendliness. Maybe they need to be far away in your imagination for you to feel safe enough to wish them well. That's okay. And wishing both of you well, you and this other being, the two of us who are entangled in this way. Wish both of us well. May both of us have ease in the middle of this entanglement. May we not cause more harm. May we both have ease.
sometimes we are own, we are our own person with whom we're having challenges. We are our own quote-unquote challenging person, our own dear being, our own self. See if there can be meta-care, if there is this aspect of ourselves that's challenging. Understanding, appreciation of common humanity, of ourselves, just like others, just like other beings, just like everyone else. I make mistakes, just like other beings, I'm doing my best. We seamlessly transition into walking practice now with the being we're having challenges with and if neutral being and your dear being and yourself want to come along for a walk, it's okay. You can All of you can go for a walk. I'll 
also if you want to sit for part of this period, it's okay too. So I'll tell you what's going to happen next. So this next period is going to be um, walking. We'll let it be 25 minutes. So we're going to come back at um, 35 past the hour. And um, 35 past the hour, we'll come back and we'll do a short meditation and then Q&A and then closing. So we'll, um, I'll do the last category, which is all beings as a guided meditation time for reflections and then we'll close together so 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 we'll do a short meditation I'll I'll do a guided short guided meditation so that we would have covered and expanded to the last category which is all beings all beings all humans all animals all being seen and unseen, etc. There's just a sense of, in this last one, there's irradiating, radiating. So we'll do a brief meditation, maybe just 10 minutes or so, not too long. Then I'll open it up for questions and reflections and all that. So in this last category, maybe one thing I'll say is that it can be quite joyous, actually. There's just a sense of, yay, just giving Christmas presents to every every being everywhere, like just a sense of sharing your meta, and feel free to be creative. Sometimes I've, I've invited people to imagine they're like throwing seeds everywhere, or or flower petals, or they're like they're they're watering the garden of the whole planet and the earth and everybody, and showering them with meta. Just you know, you can or shining a light everywhere. Just have fun with it. This can be a really happy-making practice to feel into the sense of kindness. Yeah, we can have kindness radiated towards all beings. So so let's end our day with some, some happy metta. I mean, it's all happy, but this is particularly joy, joyous. So, so arriving, arriving again in our body and letting us, letting ourselves imagine that there is this bright, this orb, bright orb of golden light in the middle of our chest, our heart center and it's bright it's not so much me and mine, or it's not ours. It's just is a sense of goodness, well-being, friendliness, wishes for well-being and friendliness. It's just shining. It's just shining all around. It's just shining brightly. It's our light. And it is this light of metta, of goodwill, friendliness. Friendliness, warm-heartedness. It's shining, it's radiating inward and outward. 
Notice that as it radiates out from the center of our chest, who is the first being that it touches? It's you. You're the first person that your own metta, your own kindness touches. Let it touch you, drench you, this bright light, bright golden light. Let it drench you you happy, uplift you, nourish you. And then your whole body radiates, shines as bright light. They're all beings in front of you. This light, as it touches them, shines on them. Brings them happiness, metta, sucker. May they all be well. May they all be well. All beings, humans, animals, beings that hop, beings that slither, fly, swim. Now to your right, all the beings to your right, May they all be well. All beings behind you. On this earth and beyond. All the beings to your left. This light shining. All around you, 360 degrees. happening on its own. You don't have to push it out. It's just like you're taking away a heavy, say, velvet curtain. You're just pulling it, just taking it back, pulling it away so that this light can shine. And then also above, all above you, this light is shining, this happiness of this goodwill, metta, wishes for well-being, all beings. Up and all, all beings below me, downward to the depths, the other side of this earth, all around, radiating 360 degrees, all around, above, below. May all beings everywhere, all humans, all animals, all birds, fish, all beings seen and unseen, all beings born and yet to be born. Share my friendliness, my goodwill, my wish for everyone's well-being, happiness, freedom. May all beings have goodness in their lives. And notice that in the category of all beings, you are included. And so is your dear being and your neutral and the person you're having challenges with, they're all included. And all 
of the beings in this room are included and beyond. Perhaps imagining yourself as you leave IMC today, as you walk down the street, this bright light, golden bright light of metta continues to shine when you see people on the sidewalk and you smile and you share your goodwill with them. May you be well. If you're getting in the car and driving, can that be radiating to all the drivers on the road? especially those who are in a hurry and cut you off. If you're riding public transport, all the beings, especially those who look sullen and sad, sharing your goodness, sharing your goodwill, give it away, give it away. The world needs it. The more you give it away, the more you have yourself. Pretty cool. Give it away. Give your goodwill away. The more you give it away, the more you find that you have it for yourself. Without condition, without attachment, with no control, with no expectations, give it away. It's transformative in ways above and beyond what we can fathom in our limited human understanding. Give it away. May we all give away our kindness. Give it away. May we give it away generously. May we share our goodness. May all beings everywhere 
be happy, be well, including ourselves. Thanks, everyone. Ah, oh, fun. So I'd like to open it up now for questions and reflections, anything that came up, especially during the afternoon as you were sitting and walking. And I'd like to invite folks who haven't asked questions yet in the big group, haven't uh, put their words and their, their voices in. You are invited first to pull forward. Any questions, reflections, what you noticed, you can also bring that, those in to the container for the benefit of others. You know who you are. It's just an invitation, not trying to put you on the hot spot. Okay, now I'm opening it up to everyone. Questions, reflections. About today, about taking the practice home. Yeah. Um, So one thing that came up that was weirdly new to me at least in, in the context of meta meditation, was that there would be this—I uh, don't know how to describe him—a kind of like a weird celestial being archetype figure that would sort of pop up and sort of like he was kind of emerge from the person I was contemplating, and then he would kind of be in me, and you know he would sort of come back and forth between. Um, me and that person. Uh, just a, a comment, because I or beautiful, yeah, <laughs> lovely. Ah, oh, beautiful, lovely. I love that. I love that, and and um, that that's such a beautiful shift in perception. Such a beautiful shift of perception that has naturally revealed itself to you, and. Um, in some ways, we can say that, yeah, as we do this practice, our own Buddha nature, this divinity, this celestial perception, this angelic perception, it becomes more apparent. Oh, yes, there is good in me. There is good in them. And it's not so different. We're made of the same cloth. So that can be an outcome of this practice that can jump out to you as a perception. And sometimes we can actually start with that, mm. bring that in, and... And imagine that, oh yeah, you're all angels. Everybody here is angel, including yourself. And you're practicing metta, sharing your angelic kindness with everyone else. Yeah, I was just going to ask about that because it seems like um, in contexts where it, it's kind of hard to directly offer metta for that person, where there seems to be a bit of a block... Mm-hmm. The it seems like this sort of whatever it is, <laughs> yeah. this dude who shows up, he kind of like um, seems to be almost like the one offering in my place. That's kind of how it, I perceived it when yeah. it was going on. Lovely. 
beautiful perception. And again, these are creative ways that metta can show up as ways that our hearts open up. Seems like it's a creative, and oh, this has never happened. This person is coming up and offering metta. And sometimes it can happen, actually, we receive Sometimes, for example, for some people it's hard to receive their own metta, but if they receive it from a celestial being, oh yeah, that's actually their own metta, but it's from a celestial being. So so these are devices that, the perceptions, I like to see them, sanya, perceptions that can arise, can be supportive. Wholesome, not a problem. Yes, it's it's really your own metta. It's just having a a more creative way of, of, of being supported when there is a blockage. So the mind is being very creative, lovely. Mm-hmm. Yay. Thanks for sharing that. It's actually also when you're saying that, I, um, I'll, I'll add one more thing. Um, there is this series, I don't know how, if many of you are Good Omens fans, any Good Omens fans, there's a series on Prime Video, anyone? Yes, I see a couple of smiles. Anyway, there's the story of, it's very sweet, um, the story of an angel and a demon who are on earth, and they're really good, and they just share their goodness, and they do these miracles. So in a way, you can just have your your angelic versions do do all the good, and they're actually having a lot of fun being human, but anyway. Barbara, I also had an angelic being visit me. I was meditating on the person that I'm having, you know, just little challenges with. And as we were walking together, it was a little challenging for many minutes. And then, you know, uh, this... uh, a person that um, I haven't seen in a long time and I wasn't expecting who is in fact a very um, uh, strong Buddhist and I haven't seen for a long time and there she was uh, smiling at me and walking with me and I thought oh, I better she lives far away, I think I better go visit her and she's 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 I'm channeling her. That's sweet. <laughs> you know, the the mind it, it has been said that the mind, the heart communicate in in um in symbols and images, right? Mm. So people who are kind of angelic to us, or good Buddhists in this case, or this this angelic sense. You know, these are symbols. These are ways that our heart and minds are finding ways to lead us, to support us, cultivate our own goodness. It's really our own goodness. Mm. It's just finding creative ways to be supported. Mm-hmm. How lovely. Okay, Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, please. Um. I, I guess uh, I have some reflection and also some questions. Um, while I was doing the walking meditation, um, I felt like I was as if, like I started by the may you be happy, may you be calm, um, may you be uh, healthy. And then I started having this casual conversation with this um, neutral being that I I was thinking of. It's the barista at this cafe I started going to recently. Um, And as if, like, I'm getting to know her as a friend, and I thought that was, um, like, heartwarming. Um, And also, I 
I feel like I didn't follow the instruction of walking ten steps. I kind of just walk around all the blocks. That's okay. And <laughs> and as 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 I was walking, and I just noticed all different kind of trees, and there are different tree leaves, and either on the ground or up in the branches. And I feel like they almost. I almost like humanize them, and they're like saying hi to me, and like they're different kinds.、Um, so I thought that was interesting. Sweet,、uh, I, I love that. That that again, that perception. I'm calling these perceptions because there's so many different ways we see. I can just see this as a you know, long, boring day. We're just sitting and walking, and yet there's a perception that wow, there's these. I'm walking, and there's the trees, and there's friendly. The world is friendly. The 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 leaves are cheering me on. Hi, and I've had that perception. It's so fun, right?、When、yeah, yeah. I, I also saw I also saw some squirrels, birds, and also even a cat.、Uh, <laughs> um, but I guess my question is,、um, when it comes to meditation, like or just in general, I have it, it's very easy for me to get lost in my thoughts. <laughs> Like I try to name them, like I'm, you know, I'm having judgment or I'm planning, and I try to pull myself back. But a lot of times, I just find myself in that kind of situation. I get frustrated with myself. Yeah, yeah. So that's one scenario. Another scenario is that I get sleepy, <laughs> and I there are a couple times I found myself dozing off, and then I felt, you know, just frustrated with myself. Um, so those kind of two situations. Do you have any、yeah. um, advice? Of course, of course. I'm so glad you you asked. First, I want to say about your practice report. I love your practice report. This is great. You know, the, the, this meta, this friendliness that you had for the barista. This sense of friendliness. That's it. That's meta. You were doing it. If the mind was like, or was I doing it right? Yes, you were doing it right. This is just that cultivation of meta, and with birds and. And the cat, the kitty, and just like that's meta. This is great, and that's the creativity that you get to see. It's not wrong. It's just what the mind says. Oh yeah, the leaves are are cheering me on. They're happy. They're, 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 I'm friendly towards them. They're friendly towards me. And so this is all beautiful. Actually, it's quite profound because when our perception shifts to see the world as a friendly place, that is very profound. So. Because we're being friendly towards the world, the world is being friendly towards us. And maybe I'll just say very briefly:、um, there's this famous quote from Einstein saying that the most important decision we can make is is decide whether the world is a friendly place or unfriendly place. Because if we decide it's an unfriendly place, then we do everything to, you know, we, we end up creating bombs and then we destroy each other. If we decide that, oh yeah, it's random, it's neither friendly nor unfriendly. It's like、um, God is playing dice with the universe, and it's just like we become nihilistic. Like it doesn't matter, doesn't care. But if we have this perception, this choice, this inner choice that the world is reality is friendly, our perception of we're friendly, the world is friendly towards us, then we put all our energies to love it, to create, to to make it a better place. So these perceptions you're talking about, I'm encouraging you and and. It seems like a light-hearted encouragement, but it's a really deep insight that you've had, so, which is beautiful. So keep, keep on, keep on. Now with the questions, so you're doing it right. So if this this judgmental mind that's like, maybe I'm not doing this thing, I don't know. She told me to walk back and forth. I didn't. It's fine. <laughs>、um, and then the qu- two questions you have: one is about 
everybody's mind wanders and you have thoughts that's that's a part of monkey mind everybody like everybody seems like oh yeah they're everybody else is concentrating and just like peace or just being with their breath no everybody's mind okay show of hands for for her sake anybody had wandering thoughts today raise your hand okay look around anybody had wandering thoughts every single person it just happens right there are moments of quiet there are moments of wandering thoughts it just it's okay but how we work with it how we stop beating ourselves up that's where the the switch happens the trick the the more experience you become the less you beat yourself up and you see it as natural but how do you then work with it instead of like oh yeah i'm just going to think and not bring my mind back right it's not about that either so so here's the trick listen carefully so when you find your mind is wandering and thinking and planning and whatever is watching a movie, it, in that moment, you have a choice, actually two choices. You can either A, yank your mind back and say, bad meditator, bad, 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 ouch. You can do that. That's, that's choice number one, right? And that's often what we do. Choice number two is you, all of a sudden you realize, whoa, I've been gone for 20 minutes. You realize, oh, but in this moment right now, I'm awake, I'm alert. Yay. <laughs> Celebrate. Yay. Good job. You're awake, you're alert. Yay. If you celebrate those moments, there will be more and more and more of those moments. If you beat yourself up, it'll become a grim duty. You're going to hate meditating because every time you're just sticking, you're just beating yourself up with a stick, like bad meditator, bad, 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 bad. You get frustrated, right? You get frustrated, you get, uh, just gets really painful. Keep celebrating the moments you wake up, even no matter how long you've been gone. Wake up, celebrate, yes, good job. And, and really appreciate how sweet it feels to be aware in that moment, really grok it. That is a moment, mini moment of awakening. The more you give yourself a carrot instead of sticking, you know, instead of stick, right? Carrot and stick. The more you do that, the more the mind will enjoy those moments and calm and settle. And they'll be your practice will become a continuation of those moments. And then sometimes the mind is just distracted, and it's okay. You'll have compassion for it. You just call yourself distracted Buddha today, distracted mind. That's what it is. Or sleepy Buddha. And again, with sleepiness, you can open your eyes, you can stand up, you can support yourself, go for a walk, fast walk, and then sometimes you're just sleep deprived. It's just like sleepy Buddha. There's not much you can do but to have compassion. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for the questions. Well, I took a half-hour walk at lunchtime, and um, I just noticed, um, <laughs> I'm from Minnesota, remember, so I'm blown away by the architecture and the cute houses and the gardens and the plants. But, And I also noticed, um, well, two things in particular. Is there a thing as a lime lemon tree? Because I saw a tree that had lemons and limes on it, and I don't know if that's a thing or not. And um, and then I also notice how these trees are just breaking up the sidewalks, mm-hmm. and the sidewalks are you have to be really careful walking. 
um, and I just am just amazed at the beauty and the power too of nature growing here and growing through the city um, and um, so those are some <laughs> really powerful perceptions for me and then I had a, a question about um, you know, basically mindfulness practice being aware and when things come up where do I feel it in the body and course then what to do with it but if you can give some tips for that transition between the noticing and how it feels and where it is and getting to metta so it seems like there's a little passage i i'd like to get your insights on yeah yeah thanks for the question so so this is what i would say about what you're calling a transition so first of all we could there there are multiple ways to practice, but one way is to do this practice of metta as a dedicated practice, as we did today. May you be well, may you be happy. It's just a sense of bringing kindness and goodness as a cultivation. So sometimes if you're doing, say, insight practice, mindfulness practice, and then you notice, oh, ouch, there's a strong, difficult emotion, right? You can switch to metta or you can switch to compassion. So that's a switch. It's a natural switch. You'll know what to do. But then you can also practice in the way that your metta, your friendliness, is intertwined with your knowing. It's just intertwined. You're, this this pers- perspective of knowing your body and the sensations, there's just kindness in it. There's just a sense of goodwill intertwined. So experiment with that. Let that be a koan. Feel into, oh, how can I observe with kindness? Just know what's arising and passing with goodwill. Intertwine. It's not very strong. It's subtle. Welcome. Last question. Uh, yeah, I had a question about um, meditating, or I was sending metta to a person that I'm having difficulties with now I found that it was uh, a lot of bitterness and like resentment came up even though it wasn't the most difficult person and so I'm wondering you know it, I was in that moment then able to send metta to myself yes and so that felt really like resourceful in that moment but I'm wondering in terms of the blocker of like how how to like address that blocker towards the person yeah. that I'm having difficulties with? I think like is it about forgiveness or is the is it in that moment just metta to myself is enough? Are there other strategies yeah. that you would recommend? Excellent question. So um, first of all, just commending your inner wisdom. That, that's beautiful. If you are giving, if you're practicing with someone with whom your challenges with right now. And, and anger and resentment and pain arises here. Well, who's the one who's suffering? Well, you are, of course. So you turn towards yourself with metta and compassion, just as you did. Yay. And now your question is, okay, so how do I work with that? Is that enough? So, so you could, one thing is you could, when there's more stability, and then go back and just, just approach it very slowly, approach them very slowly. And then if it starts to get... Uh, uh, reactive again, come back. So that's one thing you can do. Another thing, as you said, it could be 
the forgiveness. So maybe after a while, if you go back and forth, like, okay, now we need to kind of shift tracks and then work with forgiveness. And forgiveness, consider that forgiveness can't be pushed or rushed. You can incline, you know, incline your mind towards it as much as it's available right now. And also consider that we don't forgive others because they, n- no, neither because they deserve it nor because they've asked for it. It's not for their sake. It's just for our sake. The sake of the freedom of our own heart. And of course, our relationships can shift and change afterwards, so there's more space. But we, we don't want to hold on to the grudges. So that might be the shift to forgiveness. That might be needed. The third thing I would say is is... Sometimes it can be helpful, as I brought it into the guided meditation, to ever so gently say, may the two of us who are entangled in this way, may the two of us have ease. May we have ease in the midst of this. And just hold it very lightly. Just hold you and the entanglement and your, your karmas and all everything that has led to this entanglement. It's not personal. Anybody else... Who was the two of you with all these causes and conditions would probably be entangled in the same way. It's just, it's actually causes and conditions being entangled. Can I forgive the causes and conditions? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that, that seems easier than the person. Yeah. The causes and the conditions is sort of out of our control. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and creativity again, creativity with how you're, and supporting yourself through it all. With, with Meta. Great. Beautiful. Appreciate the question. Yeah. Thank you all. This has been so wonderful. Actually, may, I said it was the last question, but I do want to allow, if there's anyone who's just jumping out of their skin and, and now realizing that this is the last chance to ask a question, I'll take one more. Yeah. One of our IMC pilgrims. Yes. Yes. Hi. Most important thing that I got out of the whole day, and I think I'm going to, what I'm going to want to take forward with me is the are the four wishes. May you be safe. May you be. May you be healthy. May you be happy, and may you be at ease. And I use that doing the walking meditation, particularly to focus my mind. I also more prof- for me per- more profoundly was use, doing the walking meditation with the person who's who's challenged. Yeah, and those are the four things I I would wish for her. I would I would wish for her. Not going, you know, she has a lot of addiction problems. Yeah. So the first thing I would want for her is to be safe, Mm -hmm. then to be healthy, then to be happy. And if she has those three things, and even us two, we could all be at ease. Yeah, because that's those three that are yeah. the foundation of all your exactly. your healthy and your e- your ease. And I just have to remember. I want to thank you for opening me up to that. I'd never heard that before. So, You're so welcome. Again, thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you. And yeah, these four phrases are are a classical expression of the metta practice. And I love especially that safety is first. It's, it's so important to have to feel, have a sense of safety, inner safety from our own mind and patterns, and and also outer safety as much as possible. Even though we know the world, you know, we can't always be safe, but we can still wish it. So beautiful, I'm so glad. So so with that, thank you all. So maybe what I'll do, and thank you for uh, running the mic. Uh, so before we close, here's what I'd like to ask you. 
if you wanted to, just as it was offered by Larry, is, is um, and if you wanted to, in a, in a popcorn style, what are you taking home today? Is there one thing you're taking home? And I'll repeat it so that we don't keep the mic going back and forth. One thing you're taking home today. Shout it out. We had the four phrases. Some insights that popped out. Some insights that popped out. What else? Filling your own cup? Yeah, the celestial beings. Celestial beings, yes. Gratitude. Gratitude. Um, the discovery that um, sending letter to, to someone else that I'm having some difficulty with and doing it together, doing, doing it for myself, yeah. Yeah. So this insight that if, if you're entangled with someone, if you do metta for the two of you who are entangled, works a whole lot better than just giving metta to them. Lovely. That's a great insight. What else? Anything else? Allowing. Allowing. Yeah. Nice. What you said the valley of the love child of suffering and metta. Love child of suffering and metta is compassion. Yeah. Thank you. A, a visual image of IMC. A visual image of IMC. Yay. <laughs> this is where it's happened. It, it's been happening for a while. Love it. Love it. Yeah. <sighs> Thank you all. This has been quite rich. It's been sweet, fun to cultivate friendliness, metta, kindness together with our uh, with with the support of a community online, it's awesome, but in person, it's very sweet, isn't it? To walk around and see and, and appreciate the energy, all these celestial be- beings who showed up with us. So let's dedicate the merit of our of our practice together. So may may we trust that there is goodness here, co-created. May we trust that we have planted seeds of goodness, kindness that will continue to to be nourished and to give fruit in their own time. May we benefit from the seeds we have planted. May they be cause and condition for our own awakening and growing in compassion, kindness. May all beings everywhere be happy. May all beings everywhere be free, including ourselves. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for coming to IMC from far and wide, different states. Be well. So, 